You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 44. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello, my wonderful listeners. I am super jazzed. I am super pumped. If you know me in real life and you've been around me at all the past week, I just love this time of the year. In January, I attend the PCMA Convening Leaders Conference. It always gets me super jazzed. And then right after that, I almost essentially go straight into planning for my classes I meet with students. Right now, we're stuffing class boxes. So I'm teaching an online class this spring, and we do kind of like those meeting boxes you get when you go to online meetings, and they'll send them out ahead of time. I do those for my online students. It's always a huge blast. I'm having so much fun. I just love so much what I do. And it's just a great time to be alive and to just be doing something that you love. And that goes completely into one of the questions that a podcast listener had sent in, and I wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I thought it was really interesting, and it's something that I hear a lot, and I'm like, why have I not talked about this on the podcast? Episode number one on the Extraordinary Events Initiative podcast was, what is your why? And that is what I start every single class with, that is what I start every single conversation with, Whenever I'm sitting in a meeting with a client or potential client and I'm sitting there and I have my notebook, I always write why on the front, always just keeping the why in focus because everything that you do when you're designing an experience should be around this why. And it's interesting to me because today we're going to be talking about perceptions of events within the world and also purpose because I think that they're really aligned in some ways. It's interesting to me. I'm going to say interesting a lot because I find a lot of things around this topic very interesting because we're all unique people. We all have unique mindsets. We all have human brains. We all think about things differently. And we all have our own unique purposes. And I've always found it fascinating to look around and just question why people believe what they believe or the lived experiences that they have had. I did want to talk about the perception of event management, event design, event planning in the world. And I think that we're still in a very 1970s and 80s mindset that event management is simply party planning. When I decided that I was going to change my major, so my bachelor's degree is actually in interior design, and I got a lot of gruff about that from my family and friends about giving me crayons and and just things that kind of demeaned that industry. So I've, I feel like I've really been a champion fighter for what I've decided to do pretty much my entire life. Then after my bachelor's degree, I got a great job and I was doing design uh, for an architectural engineering company. I was doing a lot of CAD work and I loved it. And I was just missing that social aspect and that creativity. In my particular role, I was serving more of, I call it the CAD monkey, but I was really just 
realizing other people's ideas and a lot of different types of engineering personalities. And I decided when the economy went downhill and interior design and architecture was not the place to be in 2008, I decided to switch to event planning. And that created its own separate form of issues. I had just gotten my friends and family to the point where they were accepting me in interior design and that I was making decent money. And then now I'm like, in their mind, I'm going to go plan kids' birthday parties and I'm just essentially tanking my career. And I think it's hard to explain that this happens unless you've had a similar experience. And so in my intro to events class, I actually have this as a homework assignment. This is really, really fun and very eye-opening. I tell my students, I tell them, go home and tell a friend. Put it on your social media, tell a family member. Tell somebody that you've decided that you want to be an event planner. And then I want you to remember their response because you're going to write it down and turn it in for homework. It's always incredibly eye-opening. Now, when I'm in an in-person environment, I take this one step further and we do role plays. My students write down what the response was to, I've decided I want to be an event planner or event designer or, or work in events somehow. I have them write down their one sentence statement and then I put them all in a hat. And when all the students are in class in person, then I have one student who's the friend and then another student who I also randomly draw. They draw a response from the hat and then they have to respond out loud. It's really eye-opening not just to experience it yourself from your one-person perspective. Maybe you actually told a friend who was understanding or a family member who was understanding, but then to actually live that experience in a role play, but also experiencing everybody else's responses is truly eye-opening. And I always get this feedback on my teaching evaluations that people will walk away, which is such a greater understanding and appreciation for events. Even if they decide they don't want to go into the event field, they have a greater appreciation for events. Now my favorite, I have to share this story, is I had a student who went home and told her husband that she decided she wanted to work events in clubs. And of course this meant country clubs and being maybe a banquet server or banquet manager working events and clubs. And he thought that she meant she was going to be a stripper because she said work events and clubs. And that was his response. And so she did write that down on a piece of paper and we did act that out. So that was kind of interesting. That was That's my funny story for today. And so it's it's just fascinating. You have all these different perspectives. You have the perspectives of the general public who doesn't really understand what your field is. And I feel that this is not unique to events. This can be anything. Any type of field that you have, oh, you're just a teacher, oh, you're just an admin, oh, you're just a whatever. It could apply to anything. But specific to events, we are seen as the party planners. We plan nothing but weddings and birthday parties or reunions. Anybody who's in events, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that is not what our field is about. Then you also have the perspective of the student, the student or the beginning professional. You're trying to figure out all the aspects of events because events is such a broad community. It's supplier and planner and designer. You have visionaries. You have people that just do logistics. You have people that just do design. You have all of the supplier categories and tech and 
there's just so much that we could talk about. And so as a student or a beginning professional, you are still trying to figure all of it out. And it, it's so broad. It's so varied. There's really something for everybody in the events field. And then you have more of your middle and a little bit more experienced event professionals. Uh, and I would also say some students in advanced programs as well that truly are looking at how events are everything. So events, being at the conferences that I go to, I've been to five event planning conferences in the past four months. We're looking at neuroscience and psychology and behavioral science and different types of leadership. We're looking at all these areas. If you were to tell the average person, yeah, I'm going to an event planning conference and I'm gonna learn about neuroscience, they would probably think you're insane. But when you're in the industry, you just understand. You understand that you have to incorporate all these things because we're designing experiences for people. And you have to take into account the human brain and cognitive science. And you have to look at behavioral science. You have to look at the science of people interacting. There's just so much going on. And so it's irritating to me as this unique individual who sees a little bit of everything I'm recruiting students into a program, students that know nothing about it. And more so, it's really talking to the parents who have assumptions. So the parents are the ones who tell the students not to go into events because it's quote unquote, not a real career. Then you have the students who are passionate, but they wanna respect their parents and they also are concerned about their future. So maybe they're not gonna jump right in because maybe they don't think they can make any money. Then you have the students that have committed and they're here. Then you have the students that are interning, the students that have just graduated and are beginning professionals. You also have the event faculty across the world who are all at different levels of involvement with the industry and continuing education. And then you have your, your network in the industry and your students that have advanced and, and gone on into the industry. And you also have administration in the university system. And I'm very blessed and thankful here at the University of Nebraska that our administration is completely supportive of everything we do and constantly keeps an open mind about all the different aspects. But I know that's not the case everywhere. I would say that it is a very common and a very wrong assumption that students come into event management programs wanting wedding planning. This is probably my biggest pet peeve as a person, as a faculty, as an event planner. People are like, oh, we need to put pictures of brides and, and pictures of the, the wedding planner on our recruiting materials because that's what students are gonna resonate with. Now, yes, we do have wedding planners, but I would say maybe only 5% have expressed interest in the introduction to events class in weddings. And those people that are interested in weddings that stick with weddings are going to be the most fantastic, wonderful, amazing wedding planners that the world has ever seen because that is their passion and that is their purpose. But again, I would say that is such a small amount, but that is what the universe decides to fixate on because they're like, oh, you're just wedding planners. And it's like, no, 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 we're not. We're so much more than that. And that's not to demean weddings. I always tell students, I'm like, my purpose as a teacher, as a mentor, as a professional, is to help you find your purpose as it relates to events. And if it's not with events, that is amazing. And I'm your friend and mentor forever, but this is my unique specialty area. This is my area. And so 
I don't ever want to seem like I'm demeaning weddings because that is people's purpose. But it's my goal and mission also to show that there's so much more than just weddings out there. I always ask my students what they want to do. And I would say overwhelmingly, students coming into the programs within the past four or five years, they have really wanted to focus on nonprofits or maybe more special events such as concerts or sports. But definitely nonprofits and special events are really kind of the overwhelming area. I just got a question from a podcast listener, now mentee here, that really had to do with nonprofits. You get your foot in the door of a nonprofit and you're super passionate and you're loving it and you're super excited. And then that kind of fizzles. You get into the day-to-day work. Maybe you don't have as much direction. I understand that completely. And so I told her exactly what I'm going to tell you on the podcast. It's so funny because I had this conversation online and then two days later, I was sitting in the conference room and I was talking with one of my interns and we had this exact same conversation. And I said, okay, I have to put it on the podcast because I've had this conversation twice in three days just within my network. So I'm sure that this is going to be a hot topic for everyone. In my personal opinion, I think a lot of students and people in general are attracted to nonprofits because everybody inherently wants to have a purpose and find meaning in their lives and in the world. They want to make a difference. Oftentimes, when we're younger or less experienced or we don't really know our own purpose, It's so easy to get lost in the excitement and the passion and the environment of other people's purposes, which is mainly what a nonprofit is. Somebody had an intense purpose and passion and they started a nonprofit and they started recruiting other people. That is a very exciting and passionate environment based around purpose and finding meaning in the world, but maybe it's not your exact meaning. So once you are inside, you get the job or the internship, you're inside of the nonprofit, and you get down to business, that excitement and passion of that other person's purpose is usually not enough to sustain us and our happiness, especially if it's combined with lack of direction, which smaller startup nonprofits might not have as much direction because there's so much going on and in so much overwhelm all the time. And that's that's a very real thing. If your purpose doesn't align with the nonprofit's purpose, inherently, you will have some sort of dissatisfaction. And that's not a problem at all. This is why we're here in this, in this world is to find our purpose. And I think it's a, a misnomer to assume that you are going to automatically have your purpose at the beginning. You're gonna know what it is. That is what we're trying to figure out in this world. We're taking a career opportunity, we're learning, we're figuring out more about ourselves, and then we're adjusting. Maybe we get another opportunity, we find out more about ourselves, and we're adjusting. I truly feel like it's an older mindset and it's a societal construct that we are supposed to find just one thing that we stick with for the rest of our lives. There's absolutely nothing wrong with changing careers, changing jobs multiple times throughout life. You just always have to ask why. 
Why are you changing jobs? Is it because you're not making enough money? Is it because it doesn't align with your purpose? Is it because you have this better opportunity over here? Remember, grass is not always greener on the other side. We think it is. But how does that align with your purpose? So as long as you're reflecting on your experiences and finding meaning and purpose in them at that point in your life, then it is what you are supposed to do at that point. I think it's also another common misnomer that we're supposed to have one meaning of our life for our entire lives. That changes and that's okay. So I would say defining your purpose is the key thing and then also reflecting on that at certain periods every three, four years, re-examine, is that still your current purpose? And being open to that fact that it can shift, especially as your self-awareness increases, that can definitely shift. If you know what your purpose is and you can identify what you need for it, then you can also seek out those experiences in your jobs as well. So I talk about that a lot with students who are currently interning. Yes, you might not absolutely 100% love this job, but what is your purpose and what can you focus on in this job that will help you achieve your purpose? So that is where I'm going to stop. We're already just over 17 minutes and I want to keep up below 20, but I have like a whole nother thing. So maybe I'll just stop this one and just record the next podcast right now because I'm super passionate and super excited. And as always, I just love you all so much. I love this podcast. I'm just so jazzed. I'm so excited for 2021. And I want to thank you all so, so, so much for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.